Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Unrenowned Podcast where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege, what we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. Guess what, Chris? What? There's a new operation. There is a... It came out of the blue. It's brand new. Neon Brand dawn. new. Neon the dawn. Out of the blue. It has dawned on us. Now, whose knee is on dawn and who is dawn? Right. So these are all very valid questions to ask about this operation because we don't actually know the answer to any of those questions. Yeah. Is Dawn the next operator? And is a Rooney got her knee on her? No. I'm very confused about this. I don't think anyway, so. Anyway, we've got a knee on Dawn. Neon Dawn. And to be clear, that's not actually a knee on Dawn. It's neon like neon sign and then Dawn like the sun. You're like ruining my dawn. joke. Yeah, I know. But I just want to I just want to be clear <laughs> if people haven't known the name of the operation. So we'll talk about that, of course, because, you know, this is a Siege podcast. We talk about Siege news. That's kind of the biggest Siege news you can get. Right. Besides like a year reveal. A year reveal is like... Year reveals, I think, are the, the most exciting. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of content. Do you remember when, when they gave us a year roadmap and a house rework was announced in a year roadmap? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was that year five? Yeah. Mm, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was beginning of this year. That was first and season. That was like the most exciting thing that's that ever happened in my whole life. Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> I think probably one of the most exciting announcements was what has been the most exciting announcement that they have made at a reveal. I think uh, ranked map playlist was a biggie. That was a very big one. I mean, for again, for me personally, house rework was huge. Yeah, house rework was 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 um, pretty dang great. Gosh, I wish I could remember better. I'm trying to think what other things I was like ecstatic about. I know that I know for sure. Oh. Pick and ban, I wasn't really that ecstatic about. It was, it was cool that it was coming. Oh, map banning. Map banning was very exciting. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. That was pretty good. Anyway. There's been other good ones. Um, okay. So we'll talk about Neon Dawn. Uh, we are also going to talk about all the changes that are coming to lots of operators in Neon Dawn. So lots of stuff there. Um, Discord discourse. Actually, we made a huge boo-boo and forgot to post the, the topic in the Discord channel. So we're yeah. going to skip that this week. Um, but yeah. But just as a reminder, that topic was what would be kind of your preference for a warm-up game mode or a no respawn, uh, sorry, with respawn game mode or whatever, like some new game mode to come into Siege that allows you to do better warm-up or whatever else. So we will um, post that in the Discord discourse this week. Sorry we missed that. Uh, and then, of course, we'll do listener questions. Is there anything else we need to uh, mention that we're going to talk about? No, I don't think so. You know, there's one more thing we need to mention. What's that? Oh, Trinkma. You know, Ryan, here's the thing. You guys, we got to ask Ryan about this because Ryan had a personal experience. Ma in your like in your nose and throat, does it help or it's just better <laughs> when you swallow it directly? So I just choked on some Ma yeah. as, as we were talking before the podcast. I told a really funny joke. Uh, and I've been coughing. We, we've, we're so good at editing, you don't even know it, but I've been coughing this whole time and trying to expel the Ma out of my lungs. <laughs> so is that, is that, it's, it's a, um, it's a, you know, it's just like having water in your lungs. It's not a fantastic experience. Okay, so not not good then. No. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you, Ma Energy is sponsoring the Underground Podcast. Drinkma.com slash r6pod. It is the best way to make sure that you are the best at Siege. If you want your five stack to win, you all just drink Ma before you go into a match. Easy dubs. Ma it up. Drinkma.com slash r6pod. It's a real good time. There's good flavor. It's free. Just pay shipping. It's good. Yeah. Try it. Okay, Neon Dawn. Um, so it comes with a new operator named Aruni. 
Arunai. Um, yeah, she has a laser grid gadget that she can place um, over doors, windows. Uh, she can place it on um, soft walls and, and reinforcements so that when you breach a hole in a soft wall uh, or a reinforced wall, then there's a laser grid in front of that. She can put it on hatches so that we'd have to drop through this laser grid to go through the hatch. Um, and what it does is it will uh, destroy throwables that come through it as well as like you know things like hibana pellets and all that kind of stuff i think basically anything that passes through it including drones um it does have a a space at the bottom for drones to to drive through Mm -hmm. um and it will only destroy one thing and then it deactivates and in order to reactivate it has a 30 second cooldown right um that where it's like inactive and then so there's like sparks coming out of it or whatever and then once that animation stops a defender can shoot at it and reactivate it. i assume an attacker could also shoot at it and reactivate it yeah. okay <laughs> which you never would do there's no reason to ever do that doesn't seem like it um it does allow defenders to pass through um so it will deactivate as defenders walk through and then just reactivate after they've gone through so it's a it's an asymmetric relationship between the attackers yeah, and defenders. like a captain trapper barbed wire right um Although it, it is a little bit different in that it actually deactivates the, the lights and everything so that like if you're a, an attacker and you see the lights go off, you know, there's a defender like right there. Right. Um, also, like if the lights are off, then you could throw things through the lights being the lasers, by the way. Yes. Which they're lights. Lasers yeah, are lights. No, I was just kind of confused at first when you said lights. I thought like it was like a Thatcher thing. Like yeah. all the lights kind of yeah. went dim. Exactly. Like, well, this is cool. Uh. So it does that, and then when attackers pass through it, do they all take the same amount of damage? Yeah, 40 okay. damage. 40 damage. Um, let's see, did I miss anything? Does that pretty much cover it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll, we'll talk about how balanced she is and playing with her and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, when, when, when anything passes through, whether it's an attacker or a gadget or anything, it disables it for 30 seconds, right. and you have to do this, this reset, re, uh, yeah. shoot it thing. Yeah. It's completely indestructible. Yeah, explosives we'll don't destroy it. EMPs don't destroy it. Yeah. None of that stuff. She also has the P10 Roni, mm-hmm. uh, the pepperoni, as, pepperoni. It's, as it's called. It goes with Captain Mozzarella. Um, she has the MK14 EBR, which is Buck's DMR. No, it's a Doka Beast DMR. Doka Beast DMR. Okay. So she's the first defender to have a DMR. She is. Um, which has a 1.5 on 1. it, 5, I think. yeah. Um, she has as a secondary the PRB92. Is this a new secondary or does no. somebody have this? That's uh. I can do a quick Google search. Siege PRB 92, is that what I said? Yeah. Nomad? No. I'm looking. Operation Skull Rain is when it came in, it sounds like, based on the summary. So, yeah, because What's-Her-Face has the Louis on. Users Capitao, Nomad, Aruni, and Kavera as the Luzon. So I guess hers is just like a modified, modified. version. That's funny. I actually said all those people. I said Nomad maybe. I said, oh, no, I don't think so. Capitao? It is Nomad. It is Capitao. Oh. Uh, her secondary gadgets are... You go, Chris. You go. Good job. You go. Proximity alarm and barbed wire, which I feel like is... um They're both like similar to what her yeah her actual gadget is, yeah. which I actually kind of like. It's just like additional... uh Like like uh, doubling down on, on what she does. Yeah, it's kind of like... um Be like if Maestro had a bulletproof cam. Yeah, there was someone I was thinking of, and now I can't even remember. Is it going to say Frost? No. Yeah, what were you going to say? I don't know. Oh, Malusi. Malusi has proxies, doesn't she? Yes. No, she doesn't. She has impacts in C4. Uh, didn't they take away... No, they didn't. They haven't done anything with her. She has impacts in C4, yeah. yeah. 
don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. Anyway. But anyway, she has that. Okay, so let's let's break down a Rooney, and then we'll move on to the rest of uh, Neon Dawn. Okay, so first of all, how much have you played of Neon Dawn? Not a whole lot, but I played I played a couple of matches. So I played probably five or six matches. Okay, I've played a lot less than that. I've played literally one match. Oh, okay. Uh, it was on Skyscraper, which is yes. the rework, Um, but it was terrible. It was like runouts galore and like spawn peaking so it's just like just a garbage experience it's funny it's really funny because and there are still definitely some issues with the new skyscraper that we can talk about a little bit when we talk about skyscraper um but it's funny i think people are like testing runouts because they changed the runout timer and so they're Mm. like just running out to like see like what it is and then okay yeah they're just trying to kind of test it out but Mm -hmm. and well and also like i feel like with the new map people are like in this uh um risk-free experience they're trying to figure out what spawn peaks can i do and that kind of stuff so like it's kind of annoying because it's like i get that you don't take it seriously because it's the test server and who cares but also you don't ever get to play the map right and i kind of want to play it normally to like or at least like semi-normally like i'm not going to be super like sweaty about it but i want to play at least a regular ish game of siege so that i can experience how this operator and how this map actually functions but anyway that was the one match that i played um and i didn't get to play rooney and i didn't think i even I don't know if the other team was even playing her. They started on defense. I don't think they even played her. So it was, I, I got basically no experience with, <laughs> with anything. <laughs> um, but okay. So with that said, what are your thoughts on Rooney? Okay. I will say from the start, her gadget is very um, unintuitive. Like, I don't know. You look at this thing and you think like, oh, I can shoot that because it looks like you can shoot it. Yep. And you can't. And it's not, even when you're shooting at it, you think you're just missing it because it's the, Normally, when you shoot things that are, like, bulletproof, there's a very clear, like, flashing, like, when the bullets, like, ricochet yeah, off, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. really tell, like, oh, that's a bulletproof thing. Mm. You don't really see that with it, just well, because and, it's so small. Yeah, it's a fairly small gadget, right? Yeah, so it's like, and so you just don't really see these, like, sparks flying off of it. It just... If they're making it completely indestructible, why not make it, like, kind of bigger so it's, like, obvious that... Yeah. I mean, I guess it's always obvious that it's there because it's got the lasers or whatever, but just... I don't know. Like, no, yeah, I mean, or put like a glass, <clears throat> like some sort of bulletproof glass around it or something, just so it looks more bullet. Because it doesn't look bulletproof; it doesn't at all. And you're shooting at it, and you're like, "Why isn't this thing getting destroyed?" Mm-hmm. And it's like outside, like you're just so confused. Yeah, it it's should just look very like really armored, like a Malusi yeah, gadget, it, or it doesn't. It looks like an Ella Grismont, right? Looks exactly right. like an Ella Grismont. And then this is a thing that will not really be problematic, obviously, because everybody will figure it out very quickly. Um, and new players coming in, they already are overwhelmed by everything else so like yeah. so adding more to their confusion doesn't matter anymore right like i mean it, it's a very small problem but it's just like this i feel like that design could have been a little bit better yeah. so i agree with you on that um how does like the placement of it is it it's fine easy? It, yeah yeah i mean you just <clears throat> you just look up and you press place and it she shoots it out of her arm and it, it goes down it, it uh, that seems fine cool um, and she gets three of them we didn't she say gets three. yeah mm-hmm. she does get three they, they part of the other thing with them too is they are like it it almost says like Capcom, you can like go not do anything anymore because this person kind of does exactly what you do, but better. Like yeah, she is basically through Capcom traps. They only do forty damage instead of like Capcom can do sixty mm-hmm. to, uh, to three speeds. Three speeds, yeah. But they come back after thirty seconds, like where you can reactivate them and they block projectiles and certain operators. Like you can't do anything about it. Like for example, IQ. Let's say she doesn't have flashes and she's going through, which. She doesn't. She just has claymores and breaching charges, I think. Right. Anyway, so IQ comes up to this thing. She can't do anything. Like, if she's at 30 health and she needs to go through a doorway, she can't. She can't get through that doorway. She can see the gadget with her IQ scanner, 
but she cannot do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like she can't like a captain trap. You can at least shoot at this. Like, sorry. Yeah. Find another you have door. to walk through and die or find another door. Which yeah. And, and it's like, it's kind of similar to like a castle barricade where you can get in situations where it's like the last few seconds and you can't get through it, but like still everybody can get through a castle right. barricade. Exactly, yeah. I mean, I guess in theory, everybody can get through this thing, but if you get to a certain health yeah, you can't. thing, you literally can't, even if you have a minute and a half left and it's a yeah. one-on-one, like she could in theory lock you out of the objective. Yeah. Right. Like, if you yes. have claymores, you don't have a breach charge, and there's no like, there's no breaches, and it's a it's an objective with just a few doorways. Like she could literally just lock you out yep. of the site. Yep. I think like, <clears throat> and the thing is too is you can pick up the you can pick up the gadget and move it. So like, let's say you have someone in, um, let's say we're playing clubhouse basement. And someone's in like the generator area, the blue hall area, mm-hmm. and that's like the last guy. There's like a minute left, and you know it's like a. I don't know, trying to think of it. Let's say IQ because I know that IQ doesn't have any projectiles. You just take one of your ones that's like on the main door, you throw it on the door that goes in the blue hall from the like arsenal area. Right. And the other one, let's say there's a like rotate into church, you just throw the other one on the church wall. You right. Pick that up from somewhere and throw it on the church wall. And yeah. She's and so, stuck and she has to go around to the main door now. Right. And yeah. And and I get that like this is a very um specific circumstance that is not going to happen very often, but when it does happen to you as an attacker, you're gonna be very frustrated. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I feel like it would make more sense being how how powerful this would be in that situation. It would make more sense if they were place it and it's stuck and you can't move it, right? Like so Castle can do the same thing. Castle can can pick up his um his barricades late round and move them to things, places that are more, uh, more usable or, or what's the word I'm looking for? More, uh, effective, more. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where it's going to be more effective in that, in that late stage or when you know where they're coming from or whatever. And, and with castle, it's actually really cool because his teammates could pull it down and you get it back in your inventory. So you could be near the door you want to do and your teammates on the other side of the objective and you say, Hey, pull that down for me. Right. Which I almost never do, but I should, um, and so uh, I've said many times on the podcast, this is one of my favorite things to do with castle is to hold a barricade or move a barricade late and like lock them out. And like, I love winning rounds that way with castle. And it happens where you actually you put this thing up and you win the round. Now, what's different here is number one, I have to go pull this thing down that like, it's dangerous because you're standing in an open doorway and like, it takes time. And, and like I said, you can have a teammate do it. So it, it's a little bit different that way. But then like I have to go stand in a doorway and put it up, right? Yeah. So it's really dangerous to do. And then even then, it's not a guarantee. They still can come up and just punch it if they don't right. have explosives or whatever. And that's exactly... Like, when I see a castle barricade at the very... Especially, I mean, Clubhouse, this is just one where I feel like castles played a lot. Gym. The very first thing I will do if I'm not playing Cali is just go punch down the castle barricade. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just going to get rid of that thing at the yeah. very start because I have the time and they're not going to run out on me at the very the first 30 seconds of the round like right let's right just now. get rid of yeah. it yeah and and so then there's no chance of him using it somewhere else yeah. later on that's more effective or whatever and it's like a rooney it's like i'll just throw a flash through it now but it's like 30 seconds later we need it to be gone it's like ah oh, shit it's back right and we'll talk about this more as we move on but they've made a similar change with jaeger where now his thing is is time-based and it doesn't ever actually run out of uh zaps yeah and so i feel like we're getting this weird direction with siege where it's going to get to the end of the round and all the gadgets will still be up because nobody can destroy gadgets. Any- I mean, I guess you can still destroy ADSs or whatever, but the point is that like things aren't being exhausted anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, Thatcher now doesn't destroy anything. He just disables things for a certain period of time. And so like, we're getting to this weird state where like, you like they're forcing you to 
to like throw your utility, like do your things and then like make a concerted push in yeah, those have, next 10 have, to 30 seconds. You have to coordinate your push now with your whole entire team instead of like everyone does their own thing and then kind of coming back and like, okay, I guess we're going to push this. So it's like, well, that's too bad. You had to coordinate your push together at the same time. Right. And it's just like, which I guess is siege. I mean, that's the stretch. Sure. That's, that's pro league siege is what that is. Right. And yeah, that's exactly right. And the thing is that like defenders already have the advantage and we're just making it more and more where attackers have to be this very cohesive unit to like push through a defense. Um, and you know, like an ADS doesn't stop a push right like an ads doesn't stop you from walking in a doorway and shooting somebody but when like you have all these things that are like contributing to like them having all these defenses up later like when you've tried to destroy them already i just feel like we're getting this really weird spot and like we haven't played this version of siege that we're getting into yet so like i, I don't want to be too hard on it but i i'm not sure i like this direction that they're taking it yeah well it's getting it's getting away from when siege came out it was like you could destroy the gadgets and then like anyone could just kind of push from wherever at that point because you took care of the problem right but now it's like it doesn't matter like they're still right. all there and so you you really do get screwed at like it's it's less likely now at the last 20 seconds that you can clutch a 1v3 or 1v4 right because they have all these stuff up yeah. that, that you haven't been able to destroy and so like I, I said this to you earlier in the week that like i think the thatcher change that happened three four seasons ago maybe three seasons ago yeah. i think it was like a season or two before zero because that's when i decided that zero was going to be my, my yeah, main yeah, yeah. um I, th- I think that has exacerbated the jaeger Wamai problem right where like i mean there already was a thing of jaeger being like super overpicked and that's just because he's great like he's a great operator yeah but now you've like you've taken thatcher and completely basically removed his like what he does in this game right and nobody picks thatcher anymore like the only reason you use thatcher at this point is to get through a bandit trick mm-hmm. really and like other than that it's like i i have a hundred hours on thatcher and i don't play him anymore and like he, he just doesn't do what he was meant to do and so and, and like you were already doing this to him even before that where like he doesn't destroy evil eyes he doesn't destroy um any cameras anymore Right. So like that was all even before they made everything just disables. Right. And so now like I just think you've exacerbated this problem with Jaeger and Wamai and everything else where it's like something that you had to counter that just doesn't do it anymore. And, and like, I don't know. Like I just feel like they they like shot themselves in the foot and then they're like going even farther that direction. Yeah, well it's funny because they pro league would complain about a 20 second meta and then they would always ban Thatcher at the same time. Yeah. He <laughs> was like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But then Ubisoft was like, oh, okay, so let's, let's nerf Thatcher. So he's not as good. But then they started complaining more about the 20 second meta because now Thatcher was nerfed. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And then they went ahead and said, okay, well, I guess now we have to nerf Jaeger and Wamai because there's too much utility. It's like, well, yeah, because you took away the thing that destroyed all the utility. Right. And then people kept banning the thing that destroyed out the utility. Right. Like, I mean, I would have loved to see, like, why don't you just take an EMP away from Thatcher if you think it's that big of a problem? Yeah. You know, or, or reduce the range a little bit or whatever. But, like, I mean, they did, they did, they did go. I mean, the Jaeger change can be, I mean, Wamai also, he lost a, a Wamai, a magnet, mm-hmm. and then Jaeger's being 10 seconds. Like, you can, you can get, get through, like, the Wamai shield thing now. Like, it is easier to do now um especially with like ash having three breaching charges like mm-hmm. getting through like a wamai shield on organ in the bunker is significantly easier than it used to be which is good except for a now there except now you have a there too right 
Um, so yeah, we'll we'll probably let's get back to this because we do want to go through and talk about the changes to all the operators. But let's let's uh, focus back on a Rooney here. So we talked about this specific instance where she can be like really frustrating and overpowered. Um, and, and again, I don't think that's going to happen that often. So maybe it's not that big of a problem. But like aside from that, I actually don't think she's that uh, impressive. Uh, she does have three of these things, so that's going to be kind of annoying. But like honestly, she puts these things up, and you just throw something through it, or uh, you know, throw an EMP at it, or whatever, or zap it with a zero camera, or you know, whatever, however you disable it, and then it's essentially done for thirty seconds. And like, e- even though they can reactivate it, it's like the chances well, that even they even do... zapping it with a zero camera means you're burning a zero cam. You have to shoot a zero cam. That's true. Although I I very rarely actually use my zaps on the zero cams anyway. Um, so. So I like I'm not worried about that, but um, but yeah, like I I just don't think it's it's as impressive as maybe we're no, thinking it could be. I'm saying you can't zap it with the cam. That isn't you have to sh- you have to burn your cam like you have to shoot your projectile cam through the laser. Well, grid. if you shot it into a, like a, a ceiling or floor or a, an opposing wall or something, you can't you can't just shoot it to disable it. No. What? Yeah. No. Twitch doesn't disable it. No. Does Thatcher disable it? No what yeah that's yes <laughs> nothing does you have to throw your okay, EMP I knew it couldn't through be the laser grid. i yeah, didn't no. realize you couldn't disable in order it. to disable it you have to throw something through it so oh gosh yeah so zero would have to burn a cam by shooting the cam through the laser grid and having the grid go down okay Twitch i think, would have to throw her drone through it i think i hate a rooney and not because i think that she's super overpowered i just think that it's unintuitive there's no reason for her to function that way there are plenty of operators that have less significant gadgets like ella or whatever that are destructible and are like easily destructible i don't understand why she gets this bulletproof thing like you're you're already putting it behind a wall right like it's it's over a doorway it's like it's just like an Ella that's on the opposite side of the doorway. Even if you know it's there, there's really not anything you can do about it besides just activate it. Why is this a thing? I do not understand this. I don't know. I don't know. Answer yeah, well, me. You know what's <laughs> funny? People that complained about Malusi like crazy, where they said, this is like the most OP operator. This is ridiculous. About Aruni, they're just saying, Aruni's so good. This is so fun. Aruni is so great. It's like, I'm so confused. Like, Malusi was also so good. But instead of saying, oh, Malusi's so good. This is so fun. You were saying, Malusi's so OP. This is sucks. Yeah. Malusi is nothing like Aruni. <clears throat> yeah. I she mean, is way easier to handle. I'll, I'll defend them, I guess, a little bit. Like, they are very different in that Aruni doesn't, like, slow you. She doesn't affect your movement, which I think people really hate. They hate, like, when they can't turn. Yeah. You know, yeah, the yeah. same with concussive gadgets. They hate the same thing. They hate when, like, their movement and ability to control their character is affected. And she doesn't do that. Um, but yeah, she has the same bulletproof problem and like impossibility to get through problem unless you're just willing to burn 40 health, which is a lot of health. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, so one thing they did show on the reveal video is that, uh, Finca is a good way to get past her cause you can boost and then go through. So you'll only take 20 damage cause you get the boost to 20, but nobody plays Finca. Like they always do this on the reveals are like, Oh, but look, like we made Oryx a great counter to this. It's like, Nobody plays Oryx. And nobody's <laughs> going to start playing Oryx because somebody might play this other right, operator, right. right? Like, they always do this. And it's just like, that's not a thing, guys. And you know it's not a thing. Don't act like, don't, like, stop trying to make it a thing. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, okay, I'm very frustrated about Rooney. I will say again, I haven't actually played her or even really played against her yet. So, like, I, I should not be too worked up about it. But I don't like this in principle. 
Yeah, I, I think if a bullet shoots the thing or if an EMP goes off on it or a grenade, I think it disables it. Like, it should. Is for the 30 saying, seconds. Right? Yeah, it should yeah. disable it. Like, the Twitch drone should be able to disable it. Zero Chem's app should disable it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And yeah, if, even if it's for just the 30 seconds or whatever, or even if it's for shorter, like, it, it only disables for 10 seconds if you zap it, but if you, like, run through it, then it's 30 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's fine. But, like, Thatcher already doesn't do anything. Give him a break. <laughs> Like freak, man! Come on. Um, yeah, this is true. Anyway, moving on from Rooney, I need more time with her to really give a good opinion. But I think she is. Uh, did Did you play her on any maps besides Skyscraper? Just Skyscraper. Okay, so this is the other thing I hate about a new season is like you're trying to experience Skyscraper, right? right. Then the map rework or the new map, but at the same time you're trying to experience a new operator, and so you can't really effectively yeah. try the new operator because yeah. you don't know like how the map works. Right. That's very annoying. Um, <clears throat> which it's not their problem. It's just a thing. Okay, so let's talk about skyscraper. Like I said, I played one round. I noticed there are a lot fewer ways into the building, which I I I haven't played it enough. But are we approaching the uh, Bartlett University Bartlett University problem? Maybe a little bit. I I wouldn't say that. Like I definitely noticed that there are windows that were gone before that I used to go in. Um. Which was which was a, a like a good thing, right? And they highlighted this in their explanation of it that like we were trying to get rid of all the crossfire and the windows and the balconies and all that stuff, and that was the problem with skyscraper. And they they did some stuff to connect it where the dragon uh, room is now an interior room instead yeah. of like a balcony outside. Yeah. It's got a new room attached to it, so it, it connects the map better, which is a thing that we always love. Like maps, like I don't know, no. canal and theme park and what's. Yeah. Uh, chalet same thing these uh, and oregon another one where like they just felt very disconnected and they felt like okay this is section a of the map and this is section b and they really don't play together at all right. um they've fixed that in a way and so like we always love that so that's great but that said i walked up and i could not find a window to walk in and <laughs> i was like this whole side of the building is impenetrable yeah. um no yeah i mean i definitely noticed that as well but I obviously found a way inside the building at one point, but there are, <laughs> so there you are, can get in. Yeah, okay. you, you can't get in. It, it is possible. There are weird things though. Like for example, there's like the, before you could like repel up on like where the dragon used to be like outside, you could like repel up there. Now you can like repel like on top of it, but there's nothing you can do up there. Like you go up on top of like where dragon is and you're like on like some AC units and there's nothing up there. Like you can't, it's not like you can go to the other side and like repel down the other side. Like, you're, it just it goes up to nothing mm-hmm. and it's very confusing it's like i don't understand i don't know they they, they i mean i guess it's like a safe place to drone or something sure but, but, whatever there is yeah. a drone hole up there so yeah maybe that's i don't know but it's like can you just let us go on top of the map yeah like why did you make it where they're like you still can't go on top of the map why why yeah, that's so they, stupid they love people those rooftops love, so much it's so dumb people love going on top of the map and running across the the roof to get to the other side when you need to like it's so stupid that you make a map where you can't go on the roof yeah like chalet you fixed that because nobody liked it and you fixed it and it was very good this one you decided to not fix it and it was very stupid of you skyscraper i think we probably need to play more and yeah. and like allow our audience also to play it to like have an idea of how it works before we talk about it too much but before like is there anything specific you want to say about it or like kind of overall thoughts um i mean it seemed fine it seems still kind of like skyscraper i will say like the dragon on the inside helps a ton to like make the map feel like it's part mm-hmm, of one mm-hmm. map instead of two different maps um but yeah i, I yeah i agree i just need to yeah get more i wasn't impressed with the thing where you went on the roof and you just got stuck up there and you had to 
just repel back down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, for what I saw of it, I just again, again, another good rework where it feels the same. You know, it, there's a lot of areas that are very familiar, and then there's just like, oh, okay, this, oh, oh, this new room. Okay, this is okay. I see this. Like, <laughs> this connects to this to this. To this. Okay, I'm, I'm, I've now got this yes. new area. Like, I've made this new uh, brain uh, connection, connection thing. And yes, yeah, synapse, this new synapse is formed and cool. Let's go. Um, and also they cleared up a lot of clutter. Yeah. Just like just watching their before and after thing. is just like they sweep through this room and it's like, oh, there's less overturned furniture, less paper on the ground, just less distraction overall, which yeah. it always just makes it feel so much more focused on what you're actually doing. Yep. Um, I was watching a, uh, a Black Ops Cold War stream the other day, yesterday, two days ago, yesterday, I think came out yesterday. Yeah. I was watching it yesterday, and one of the, like the guys on the stream was talking about like he's he's like the worst thing on a Call of Duty map is when you go in and it's just chaos. Like they just have a bunch of like burning stuff everywhere. There's papers all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Everything's overturned. <laughs> he's like, there's nothing better than just a simple map. Like mm-hmm. simple is more. Like yep. yes, it's so much better when you go in. And it's all nice and clean. Like you don't need to have all this overturned furniture for cover. Just great furniture that looks like it's supposed to be there for cover right right and it just feels so much better yeah and it's just easier to focus on what's important in the room which is other people yes um also i will say they i i don't know how successful they were because i haven't played it again um but they did attempt to fix the uh dining bar restaurant area is that what it's called restaurant uh, sure. of skyscraper where with that one huge room that's got the bar in it where yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's the stairs that come down there's the yeah. overlook from the barrel up top yeah. there's <clears throat> there's like 14 doors that all like, like yeah they specifically mentioned you walk in this room you feel like the people can see you from everywhere and they made they like kind of divided it up more into it is still like a big room but they put walls through it that, yeah they did um it's still a problem because in the bar they they made the barrel like you can it's kind of a balcony you can like go kind of over that room now and so like you can look down from like mm. different areas where you didn't used to be before so still when you walk into the bar from the first floor it's like you have to like look up and towards the stairs like there's too many angles still okay um so anyway we'll come back with more thoughts on skyscraper probably next episode do we know when this thing's going to be out yet no okay so it might even be two episodes from now before we really have thoughts on skyscraper but yeah. we'll come back to that at some point okay other things that have changed. I'm going to swap over to the designer's notes at this point because now we're talking about um, changes to existing operators and I want to get their um And some of them didn't reasoning. even put in the patch notes at all. They like, always do this. Zero wasn't in the patch notes and they took away his frags and I was like, what is going on? Yeah. In the designer's notes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they always do that and it's very annoying. Okay, so in the designer's notes, um, they talk about catchers. So they, I guess in, internally, they kind of classify operators based on uh, more specific roles than like what the community kind of says. The community is kind of like, oh, anchor a roamer or whatever. And those are the roles, but they are more specific. So they have catchers, which would be Jaeger, Wamai, now Rooney, who are like catch gadgets and, and throwables and things that are thrown in. And so they say about catchers that they're trying to lower the amount of projectiles denied by these operators within a single round. Currently, these catcher operators can deny five to six projectiles per round. We're aiming for something closer to three to four. And so the changes they're making, and this is, targeting they don't say the changes they're making is jaeger uh his ads will now have a 10 second cooldown mm-hmm. it doesn't say all the details right yeah. here which is so annoying just put all the details okay uh 10 second cooldown so it, it'll zap one thing 10 second cooldown and then it can zap another thing and it's infinite it never ends right. um and they say we expect this change will to lower his denial ability to be around three projectiles 
per round, which makes no sense because he's got three of them. Yeah. And they each are infinite. So <laughs> someone, someone didn't do math, right? <clears throat> I mean, like he's, uh, they're like assuming that like you're going to throw they're one assuming, to disable yeah, it. They're assuming that you're going to push the immediate second that you find out there's one there and you've thrown something to disable it. Right. And then you're, yeah. And then you're going to push and then it's going to be insignificant, which is not the case. Uh, but anyway, well, my is losing a magnet. This will mechanically lower his ability to deny projectiles to four. A Rooney has been designed with that constraint in mind. Similarly to Jaeger, she should have a deniability of three projectiles. She would have less option to place her gadgets. That one, that one makes a little more sense that she would be three because hers last 30 seconds. Right. You... And, and they have to be manually reactivated. Yeah. So that makes sense. So, and so this is again, where the thing I don't understand who did this math that thought Jaegers that will activate themselves after 10 seconds will destroy the same amount as a Rooney that has to be reactivated by somebody manually and it takes 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like who was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense Three for both of them. So I was thinking about this in the context, like they kept showing all these videos of like, Oh, somebody's going to disable the ADS with the flash. And then somebody else is going to frag the guy who's sitting behind the shield immediately. And it's like, that takes two operators, number one. And number two, like it, 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 it assumes that they know that all that stuff is there. They know the ADS is there. They know there's a guy sitting behind the shield. They're able to time all that together. And that will happen. And they plan for that before the round started exactly and like that will happen but not all the time and also that can happen just as easily now by the same person just throwing two flashes and the other person throwing a frag in like you haven't solved anything here you know like burning my two flashes is not a problem right now um i mean also that that means that either you have to know there's only one ads there and not two ads's or Mm -hmm. you have to know well i mean that because then you end up burning a frag on accident too and then you're like "Uh uh-oh Right. And you have to know that like there's not an ADS on the window and then an ADS on the shield. Right. Right. Like uh and so okay, so let's say you do that. Let's say that there is an ADS on the window and on the shield. So you, you burn the one on the window, and by burn I mean you activate a timer on the one on the window. Right. And then you throw your frag in that you've cooked, right? So you throw the frag in and you it doesn't blow. You hear the zap and you're like, Okay, shoot. So now like chances that you're gonna be able to get another frag in there in time before it it the first, the one first ones reactivated on. are like very yeah. slim and, and especially if is, you want to cook it right because right. if you want it to be effective at all you got to cook it right and this is this is hoping that it's not jaeger playing behind the shield that can just pick it up and put down exactly put down exactly right or somebody that can just shoot it and reactivate it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a different gadget um, um no yeah i mean and I, like <sighs> this is the thing like in pro league like yeah that'll happen because they're of course they know exactly where the shields are going to be and they're planning to destroy those shields and so they're I mean, that's what they plan for. But there's definitely times on some maps where it's, where it's like, oh, someone's playing a shield right here. Like that, we haven't seen that often at all. And you're not prepared for it. And then it's mm-hmm. like, well, guess we got to get, uh, well, zero doesn't have yeah. So I guess we have to have Doka be your sledge come all the way over here because I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, right. Th- this is like pre- maybe preparing for like in the preparation phase, you get to see what's going on and then pick your attackers. Cause at that point, it's like, okay, yeah, this makes a little more sense. But, yeah, well, and the other thing I'm I'm gonna I think is we're gonna start seeing is like you're you're trying to push somebody out of a certain spot or something, right? So you, you know you do this thing where you throw the flash and you burn the first one or whatever else you, you want to do, and so that now this person is just gonna see you throw that first flash, and they're just gonna back off and wait ten seconds and then come back. Yeah, right. And like it's like you've just and and time is important in siege. You know that's a thing. Like time is important, but that's on the defenders. <laughs> like advantage right. if they can just burn 10 seconds if they can hold you off for 10 seconds and then have the thing come back that's that's only to their advantage yeah. 
I, I don't know. I, I just think like, this is not a good direction. Like these ADSs will just not be destroyed. They'll just continue to be there throughout the round. Yeah. I mean, what is good uh, with Wamai at least is like now they can both be used on the same gadget on the yes. same projectile, which is really good because especially, I mean, this was, this really began to be a problem in the bunker part of Oregon is that just became impossible to push through it. They would put like mm-hmm. Malusi gadgets there and then you'd have Wamai there and Jaeger was like, with the shield, it's like, all right, we're going to push another way because there's all this and a mirror window on this, on that reinforcement. This is just not happening. So, right, right. But now they've got a Rooney to also slow down. I think that yeah, bunker is so, going to yeah, be guess really tough with a Rooney there now. Yeah, I guess that's true. Hey, you can't, yeah. Maybe so. And and then, like, you you can put one a Rooney on the door. And then, like, when you have that, that rotate back on the corner of that L hallway, you could have an Rooney there on that thing. So that's just another slow, slow down yeah. over there. Like, yeah. I think a Rooney's really going to shut that kind of stuff down. I don't know. Yeah. Again. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah, we need to play some of this. Okay, so moving on through these designers' notes, Hibana, they have now made adjustable how many x Kairos you shoot. Mm-hmm. This is very interesting. I actually really, really like this change. Yeah, it's great. I think it makes her a little bit more complicated to play. Although that said, I think you could completely ignore this feature and just keep playing her as you do. Or if you're new, right. just not worry about it and it would be just fine, right? right. So she has, like, if we if we take her how she is right now, she has three shots, right, with her x Kairos, which is 18 pellets. Um, and so now she can adjust between two, four, and six pellets per shot, uh, which is just the toggle uh, toggle fire rate button, right? Fire so mode. just yeah. the same as you would with, like, Zofia or whatever. Um, and so she can use... For example, two X Kairos to destroy a castle. Four X Kairos will destroy a hatch. She can do, you know, if you're just going to do like a little peak hole, you could do a two or four one and not waste a whole, right, uh, a whole thing. So essentially, now like she could go breach three hatches, three times four is twelve X Kairos, and still have a full six to make like a, a see through hole or or even a, like a prone crawl through hole or whatever else. Yeah. Um, do you know? Can she do a hole you can fit through with four X Kairos? Like if she did like vertically two stacks of four. I don't know. I don't know either, but it seems like that might be wide enough to get through. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I'm looking at it right now. There's a possibility there, but I would not bank on that definitely being the case if you haven't tried it before. Yeah, something we need to test. I'm sure somebody's already tested it and will tell us in the Discord. Um, So yeah, I, I think this is really good for Hibana, and I think it'll make her a little bit more interesting now with the... Uh, introduction of ace and him kind of having taken a lot of that spotlight of hard breacher yeah i think this makes her um more uh versatile mm-hmm. in a lot of ways yeah it's gonna help too with like people trying to impact trick uh hatches and stuff you can just use two until they're mm. out of the impacts and you can yep. just do four yep so or, or, or i mean even if you were just doing four to try to breach like you're not wasting as many right like right but if you're impact tricking there's no re- why would you waste four? Right. Well, if you knew, but yeah, if you like, if you didn't know that they were impact tricking, like you do the first one, you've yeah. wasted six as opposed right. to, Oh, now I've only wasted right. four. Right. 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 Um, so that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and yet very smart. Like use two. If you know that they're impact tricking, do two. Yeah. And just, or even if you don't know, just do two and find out. And if they're not, you just do another, you just do two. another two. Yeah. Because, yeah. cause it's, uh, it, they've made that change to hatches where yep. it, it stacks. Yeah. And that didn't used to be the case or it worked differently. I don't remember. Um, Let's see. It basically had to think of the most confusing way to word how it worked, and then that's how it was worded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. That. They talk about Jaeger again. 
for some reason. Uh, but by the way, they say that's targeting top ranked and pros, which I think is the problem is that on lower things, I think Jaeger's just going to become far more powerful than he was now. Um, Echo, they removed the cloaking on the Yokai drone and switched out his barbed wire for deployable shield. Is Echo now completely useless? No, I mean, I don't think he's completely useless, but definitely harder to play. You just have to be a lot more careful with the drones. Yeah. They're not cameras anymore. Right. Yeah, you can't really use them as cameras. Um, it's more of this very active drone play to to deny plants or to yeah. like uh, to shock somebody who's pushing or whatever else. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's like similar to this. I mean, it's it's kind of like an evil, like opening an evil eye, right? Like you, you have to be very careful about how yeah. you play that. What they should have done is there was a while ago, a couple of seasons ago in the TTS, the Yokai drone was like, like basically not invisible. It was still invisible, like cloaked, but you could like see it way easier. Oh yeah. It was like, a, they should have just made that change where it was like the cloaking isn't as good. I agree. Still actually. Has cloaking. The other thing I was thinking is if you're going to make it, um, on not cloaked, why not make it smaller? Because yeah. as it is, that's a very large gadget. I'd say it's yeah. probably one of the biggest gadgets. It's like the size of an ADS. Yeah, it's pretty, like it's very large, big. easy yeah. to see, easy to shoot. And I feel like we didn't need to go from impossible to see to like blatantly obvious. Yeah, to the sun. Yeah, to the sun. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I feel like I'm being very critical, especially considering I haven't played it, but I'm just not super happy about a lot of these changes. Echo was annoying, but I, I don't, I think you're losing a lot of what makes him interesting. And like, and I don't love the idea of invisible gadgets, but the problem is they created this, this operator that had a gadget that's only useful if it's invisible. Right. And so now I don't know how good Echo's going to be. It'll be interesting to see him played a lot more though. Yeah. Cause he is like banned. top band. Yeah. Although will people actually play him because is he, that's what I was going to say. I don't good. know who's going to play him um let's see i'm gonna go through some of these quick ash they just gave her another breaching round so now she has three instead of two they took away her stun grenades and added a claymore and they reduced the breaching round damage to 50 from 90 if it uh shoots on the floor next to an operator yeah um this makes her away her stuns is nice because i'm i hate ash players first of all i just hate them but the fact that you don't have stuns now just burn through an ads and then run into a room stunning everybody and then shooting everyone like Call of Duty is just nice. Well, I was, I was going to say, I actually think this makes her a lot less effective. Yes, it does. Not being able to exactly. burn yes. ADSs. But yep. isn't that kind of like what she, she does? She has an extra breaching round. She does have an extra breaching round, but I don't know. Like Again, you just made ADSs so much stronger and everything. And, and with, uh, what's her name as well? Rooney. I don't know. I, I play Ash, I think, probably more than you do. So maybe that's why a I'm lot like, of people don't use Ash for her utility. They just kind of run in with the flashbangs and. But like flashbangs, how often does a flashbang actually cause you to get killed? By Ash players, a lot. Yeah, you feel like that? Oh yeah. I just feel like yes, it's, it's hard to get anything to out of a flash. Burn the shield, they burn a ADS, and then they throw one right on top of you, and they run in the room. Yeah. No well, more. I Can't do know. that. Sorry um sucks to be you we'll learn how to play siege correctly learn how to use your drone this is this is a that sucks this is a just a different avenue of siege yeah it's you have same... to learn yeah you have to uh on pc at least the number is six to throw a drone so hmm. that's what you do <laughs> just so everybody instead knows throwing, yeah so instead of throwing your stuns in the room you throw a drone in the room and then you find out where they are yeah that's that's and how you, you play siege everybody yeah. <laughs> well ash players don't know how to use their drones i know <laughs> i understand yeah i'm helping them 
This is okay. Good. This is good for those players. We'll see. I'll, they again, can go. They can. They don't have to play Siege anymore. It's fine. More feedback on all this stuff once we've had more opportunity to play it. Dokubi. They added frag grenades, removing stun grenades. Hey, we which, did that before. Yeah, we actually liked Dokubi with the frags. Yeah, it was nice, and they took them away because they they do this. They they give someone something, they take it away, and they give it back again. And say, oh yeah, we. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't know what they're doing. It's, it's funny because Doku is getting picked a lot more just because she had frags, so you're getting called a lot more, and then they put stuns in instead or smokes or whatever they did. Yeah, the stuns. They put the stuns, stuns. in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then people stop playing Doku as much, and they just put frags in again because their pick rate is low again. It's like, yeah, that was the first reason you did that, and then you, whatever. Yeah. It's just funny. Okay. Twitch, they added stun grenades instead of breach charges. They say, nice. They say her presence has been reduced over the last few seasons as the F2 is not performing as well as it used to. Well, yeah, you, you turned you a great it. gun yeah. into a terrible gun. Yeah, that was because you nerfed it. Yeah. Um. So with the stun grenades, they say they're trying to give her better utility denial than she is now in debris presence. Okay, here's the thing. She already is utility denial. She has yeah. a shock drone. She can destroy the ADSs outright. Yeah, this is or, true. No, she can't. Wait, does she just still destroy them? Yes, she does. Okay. She does. I can't remember all this stuff now because they made yeah, it so complicated. It's true. No, she does actually destroy them. I actually like this change because now I can like I can take care of like as a Twitch, someone who plays Twitch pretty frequently, I can like take care of a whole a bunch of utility all by myself. So if there's a bunch of magnets and stuff, it's mm-hmm. like I can just start throwing flashes in and throw my drone in mm-hmm. and take care of some stuff and then throw a flash to get the guy behind the shield and push him. Like I can take care of a lot on my own instead of like, well, I don't have flashes, so I can't really do anything. So you're saying that now you can be Ash instead of the Ash players who you hate? No, because I'm using my drone to kill utility and then using my flash to get the guy behind the shield after I burned a bunch of utility. The Ash players just run in. Well, she's using her flashes to burn utility and then throws a flashbang in. But she's not droning. She's just, she's just running in. She could have droned. <laughs> she doesn't, though. Okay. No. Uh, the, the Twitch player using a drone to destroy magnets and to destroy utility for a team to push through and then flash the guy behind the shield that you can push now is different than the three speed ash main that just throws three flashbangs and runs to the shield yeah but uh, yeah that's not that's not siege this is that's stupid okay because <laughs> that's not using their gadget that's just well it's using her secondary ash players are bad and then she, okay <laughs> it's fine Valkyrie, they added impact grenades and removed deployable shields. That's directly towards Pro League because Pro League would pick deployable shields over uh, C4. Mm-hmm. Because so in Pro League, they hate um, they hate the fact that there's like this 20 second meta in Pro League. And so what they do is they will pick all the utility they can to reinforce the fact that a 20 second meta remains in the game. So mm-hmm. they like they'll pick deployable shields instead of C4. <laughs> So it's, they talk about how much they hate because, the game, but then they make the game worse on themselves because they hate the game. It's just because they love complaining more yeah. than they love Siege, and so they're just they're reinforcing their ability they say, oh, to complain. Well, there's utility problems. Let's let's pick deployable shields. That's oh, let's also ban Thatcher. Yeah. What am I? <laughs> what am I? Uh, they switched his deployable shield for impact grenades, um, and they removed the explosion when a magnet system self destructs. So was that explosion something that would hurt you it could but not very much the why i don't don't understand what this change is about it would destroy other magnets around it if they were too close so you had to be really careful about your placing of them oh okay which now you still have to because if there's a frag right if they throw a frag yeah but if they throw a flash it wouldn't yeah destroy it now uh and then they reduce the number of magnets you'll get through the round from five to four which i actually thought it was higher than five i didn't realize it was quite that low um 
yeah, population targeted by the change pros, yes, because well, here's the thing. Now people that solo queue and want to play Wamai, you can't do like a Wamai spot with the shield and like do your own stuff. You have yeah. to make sure someone else brings a shield for you. Yep. And that person will place it where you want it and mm-hmm. get it in exactly the right spot that you want it. It's right. Like, so yeah, only pros will be playing Wamai now because someone else will bring the shield and put the shield down with the strat. That well, I mean, made. you can do it with your your stack or yeah, whatever, you can, but. but- but it's, it's, I feel like it's the same as like when Frost lost her shield a while back. She got it back, didn't she? Didn't they give her a shield again? I don't, I don't I, remember. Knows who but like, you know, Frost's whole thing w- was very often like just put a trap behind a shield and you'll catch people. So yeah. like they do this a lot where they, they, I think they like to make it so people need to depend more on their teammates rather than solo be able to yeah. handle too much on their own. Uh, so that's Valkyrie. That's my... Which it's funny because it doesn't affect Pro League because they're already doing that. Right. It hurts solo queue. The only thing it affects is like ranked with your team of learning to play with your team. Well, and it, it does change pro league though, because now you can't bring Wamai and have both the shield and the Wamai gadget is, which is what you really wanted. And so now you have to decide like, okay, well, do we want to take somebody who has a shield instead of this other operator that we would have right. taken? It changes it in that way, but not in the way of like, you have to like depend on your teammates more. It's like, well, they were already like with so much of pro league, they're already depending on the Rook to come right. with this barbed wire in this spot for Ella or like, right, right x y and z like they're already doing that so i don't know it just it really hurts solo queue is what it does yeah okay zero they added hard breaches instead of frag grenades what's this other gadget claymore i think claymore yeah uh this yeah. is targeting top ranked and pros they say he's released with a strong kit he was very autonomous so again I, th- I think they are trying to stop anybody who can like do too much on their own yeah so they gave they gave twitch uh stunts so she can do everything on her own right <laughs> Again, the Twitch thing, I just think the F2 should have not have been nerfed so freaking hard. That's the hard. funniest sentence of that. The F2 is not performing as, as well as it used to. I, I I have no idea why that would be. You think just I, people <laughs> stopped learning? I like, don't think they meant to phrase it as in like it was a mystery to them. I think they're saying like we've achieved this with the F2. Because we screwed you with the F2 and made it suck. <laughs> now we're going to make Twitch do everything on our own. Also, Zero, he does everything on his own. So now we're going to make it so he can't do everything on his own. Yeah. Um, this is actually fine, though, with Zero, because I, I already did think he had a really strong... He is very, very strong, kit. which is why I like I him. I loved it, though. Yeah. I loved that he had frags, and I didn't think he was a problem. I think he was just strong, but... Right. But when I would have said, now we remove have a, a camera. Defense, so. Yeah, I, I would have just said, remove a camera. I don't, like, I think the frag grenades actually make him really interesting. Yeah. Um, Because of the cameras, right? Like, you can... I mean, everybody has drones or whatever, but you can yeah. just shoot a camera up, see where somebody is, or... or it is going to be nice that I have someone that has hard breaches that's, like, played frequently ish like a zero with a hard breach thing yeah yeah that's true yeah i i'll bring hard breaches and now that'll be really cool for a zero guy okay so that's it for the designers notes let's head back to the actual patch notes where they don't have all of the information so we had to go to the designers notes okay uh run out timers um they have changed the run out timer from two to one second uh there's a debuff so mad now oh yeah (laughs) there's a debuff icon in the hud to replace the countdown text so like bottom of your hud it shows like a thing that says that you're that indicates that you're spotted Mm -hmm. um and there's a new um uh progress bar type of timer to show when you will be spotted when you come out so like this is now so fast that you can't hop out a window and hop back in without uh being spotted yep um which i kind of like yep what I don't like about this is that countdown timer is super obtrusive. 
Um, it's they changed it. Oh, did they change it from what they showed on the video? Yeah. Okay, I didn't actually see it in game. Is it just the thing on the bottom? Yeah. Okay, well that's great. The, the thing they showed in the video was like right in your sight line, <laughs> and it's like this is yeah. terrible. I don't um, know why they showed that in the video if it wasn't going to be in the. I don't know. I just don't. I don't get them. Uh, yeah. I mean, things aren't always ready for when you have to have other things ready. So that's what it is. Okay, so this is good. Uh, any feedback on this change? No, it's just it's just good. It's just good. Okay. Uh, this is this will really solve things like the uh, for example, on Coast Guard, there was that Aqua runout where you could or Office runout where you could as Oryx break down the barricade yeah. in office and because your orcs with that speed boost you could like close the gap to where you could see the attacker spawn and like completely destroy them you won't be able to do this anymore without being yep. uh spotted so this is great um the diffuser they fixed some like things about planting it where it's uh, a little bit more um forgiving they're allowing you to like i guess there used to be a thing where like if you were too close to a wall you couldn't plant because you had to plant like in front of you or whatever like you can plant like right on your feet and I don't know if I ever encountered this or like realized that I encountered this, but now at least that's a little bit more comfortable where you're not like, you can't plant because you're too close to an object or a wall. Um, they also added, and I love this, a no drop zone to the edge of bomb sites. So if you're like right on the edge trying to plant, a lot of times you would accidentally drop the kit and then you couldn't yeah. pick it up because you had to like back up and hit it again. Yeah. And so now there's like, there's just a place where you cannot drop it. Um, so you, you won't ever do that by accident. You'll just know you have to walk a little bit farther yeah. to plant. So this is great. Love that. Um, the chat. This is I. I have already promised I will not play Siege unless they fix this. They have. <laughs> you changed. can turn off chat, you know. Yeah, I guess you can turn it off completely, but I don't. Everybody, everybody has it off by default anyway. So it's true. But even team chat though. Um, it, so they made the chat where you can like scroll up and down. That they've like changed like accessibility where like you can make the chat bigger or smaller based on your needs. I guess. They screwed up like it just feels when you're on the when you, people are chatting in the game, it like comes out basically to your crosshair now and just feels super intrusive. Yeah. And then they've like done something weird where like the where the chat like starts, the black background extends an extra like two feet to the left of where like the text actually starts I mean, for some reason. It's not two feet, but yes. <laughs> this isn't what they show in this picture isn't actually Oh, I saw your screenshots. In it's significantly worse in game. Yeah. And then people's like it's like indented differently for each person. It's it's so bad. I literally will not play Siege unless they fix that. They, I they should will not, not have, play the game unless yeah, they fix it. They should not have put out the uh, this update because it just does not look ready. It does not look good. It looks or good. It looks awful. Like it literally looks. Think of the worst way you could. You may as well put the chat in the middle of your crosshair. And why did they change this in the first place? Because it was fine before. Yeah, it was fine. I don't it understand. It looked fine. It was. It looked perfect. It was never intrusive. All you had to do was add a scroll bar. You, you just can't they can't do that they they are in, unable to go through a patch without doing some unnecessary change to something that makes it worse yeah. they also changed the font timer and the timer again by the way or the font on the timer again why in game i don't know um it looks very different so I, and they're saying this is chat accessibility and so i guess there's things like voice to text and text to voice options or whatever so okay like cool accessibility is great um but why did this have to come with like revamping the chat window in a way that makes makes it way more intrusive that's uh, what they do and they, they added, they're really good at this they added options right where you can scale the yeah. font and everything but like you can't get it back to as small as it used to be yeah it, well it just it, it just looks really weird like you're scaling the font but it's not really scaling like the background of it it's just okay. making the font it's it's just bad yeah i mean it is just bad so yeah hopefully they fix that 
Uh, I won't. I actually won't play. I legitimately will not play the season unless it gets fixed. Yeah. I actually won't. Um, operator price decreases. Just as a heads up, Vigil, Zofia, Dokubi, uh, Nomad, Kaid, Wamai, and Kali will all have their prices dropped by 5,000 Renown. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, one of the things that's actually uh, changed, well, two things that are actually really good. So a reconnect state, they nail, like, if you leave a ranked match, it will actually have, like, something there that will show you that you can reconnect to it yes. instead of like if you accidentally missed it it's like oh too yeah, bad yeah it was just like chance like i hope it comes up when i yeah. launch the game because yep. yep. if it doesn't i'm screwed like up. i can't yep. do anything it, that was so bad so now there's actually like a, apparently there's like a reconnect button there that you can always push if you have left a game intentionally or unintentionally right which is just so good fantastic and then reinforcements wait on this same note of reconnecting okay uh, when you launch the game this is a pet peeve of oh, yours when yes. you launch the game mm-hmm. now you don't have to like press any key to continue to get to the next screen where it decides to connect you to the servers. Now, as soon as you launch the game, the first thing it does is connect you to the servers. They've also updated like the initial splash screen and they've just like reduced that whole um, load launch, time yeah. of like all this garbage it's trying to show you. So now you, you launch the game, you can walk away and go get your sandwich or whatever and you're going to be connected to the servers while you do yeah. that. I also hope, and I don't, they don't say anything about this, I hope this comes along with fixing this stupid issue where like if you launch the game for whatever reason it doesn't connect, it like will try to reconnect no, and literally will never, never will actually connect. And then you have to like close the game. A lot of times you have to close you play down. Yeah. Relaunch yeah that's the, whole the thing. same with anything, anything ever that says like, we'll try to reconnect in 10 seconds. It will never reconnect at that point. Like just I mean, know something that's where <laughs> your router, for example. <laughs> well, I guess that's true, but it's like all applications that I know of, like steam, especially is one that does this too. It is a common it like, problem. Try to reconnect in five seconds and five seconds will go by. And then we'll say, can't reconnect try to reconnect in 30 seconds and that time will just keep going up yeah it's like you just have to restart it well because yeah like if the issue was caused by some service crashing in the in the program or whatever then it's obviously never going to be able to to make that connection so um sometimes that's why it requires that kind of stuff just as a technical uh thing but uh yes i i understand your frustration anyway uh, okay, I didn't realize this. Yeah, tell me. Faster yeah, reinforcements. 4.5 seconds instead of 5.5 seconds, which I thought reinforcements always took 7 seconds. I thought it was 5. I knew it, I knew it was faster. I, 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 I knew five. it was. <laughs> I thought it was 7. I knew it was close to 5 because I'm the one who mid-round will go try to reinforce an open hole. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I knew, like, I'd look, look at that timer and just be like, come on, come on, come on. See, this thing is, I, I back in the betas, when I, I thought I had found out it was 7 because I looked at the timer how long it took and i always thought it just took seven seconds but obviously i was wrong anyway it's 4.5 seconds now um from down from what used to be 5.5 seconds it feels fast and i love it like you can just reinforce it's only one second but when you're doing oh, that, that animation difference and you like are just flying through the animation you're like oh, i mean that's my. like 20 percent difference basically yeah it's good it's okay, so wait. nice under this faster reinforcement heading they have another bullet point that says continuation of the preparation phase improvements yeah not sure what that means but <laughs> I don't know if that's like as in like when the game goes from like the pick phase or whatever and the band phase going into the preparation phase or from like the operator selection phase. I don't yes. know if that's what it means or if it means like I do not understand the actual preparation phase if they're changing stuff with it. I do not understand why you put in a note in the patch notes that is so vague as to have no possible interpretation. Some improvements to the caster HUD, uh, blah, 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 playlist blah, blah. guides updated, blah, user blah, blah, planting, blah. deployables, and stickiness. Oh, there was a weird thing. I didn't even know this was a thing, but like, uh, for example, Ash uh, charges wouldn't stick to like a bulletproof gadget, like a Malusi gadget, and I think it would just fall and yeah, sometimes it just dud. Off. Yeah. 
And so uh, now they will stick to those things. So you can just directly shoot the evil eye or whatever, and it'll it'll destroy. Uh, that's it. I do want to look at a couple of these bug fixes because I was very excited to read these. Um, they oh, have a long list of bug fixes, which they usually do. Uh, so the explosion haze. Oh, yeah. Explosion haze will be removed from all maps, um, which was just, you know, bug annoying. Fix. It's yeah, it's not really a bug. It's a bug. It's an improvement. Why? And that, that wasn't originally in the bug fixes, I don't think, because I read that and I didn't read bug fixes. Yeah. And okay. Well, okay. So they, they had a bug fixes post. This is so annoying. They have this official post on their page. It doesn't have all the information. And then they have a link to the main bug fixes post, which takes you to a Reddit post. This is like their official source of it's the information. So... <laughs> it, like, it's just annoying. Like you have a, a content management system on your website that you could just put this there. Like whatever. Yeah. whatever. So here we are on the Reddit post. This is supposed to be the bug fixes thing. So like I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But they have a tweaks and improvement section, which are not bug fixes. Uh, explosion haze. First one. Tachanka changes. So we still don't know if Tachanka is coming out in this season. They haven't yeah. announced it. He's not on the, on the thing. Um, but his withstand ability has been removed. Also, there's a new voice actor, which is very sad. Yeah. For Tachanka. No more LMG mounted and loaded, which, of course, we're not going to hear that anyway, but not even the same guy. Uh, some fixes to match replay. They reduce file size. That's great. Um, muffled sounds, low health. Muffled sounds when players are low in health have been toned down. Players will find themselves at less of a disadvantage in these situations. That is a great improvement because yeah. how often are you at 10 HP as last guy trying to win a one-on-one or a one-on-two or whatever and you literally lose because you can't hear. hear enough. Fantastic. Okay, so that's uh, basically it for Operation Neon Dawn. Any other thoughts? Um, no, I, I I will say it's really funny. This one just kind of came out of the blue out of nowhere. It just Yeah, it like, was weird. I don't know. Like, it didn't seem like there was as much hype for it. Maybe partially that's because I've just been busy with other stuff and so I just haven't noticed it as much. Someone tweeted about like the max viewership during the reveal, and it was like forty six thousand viewers in comparison to like other times where it's been up to like one hundred seventy thousand or something. Oh wow! Um, part of that has to do completely with the time that they had it. They had it at eleven Eastern, so that means all the Pacific people, which on are on a weekday, wasn't it? No, it was, no on it, Sunday. it was on a Sunday. Okay, but yeah, so Sunday, where a lot of people I think are probably sleeping in, so like Pacific users are eight a.m. They're waking up to watch this yeah, reveal live. Not happening. Sorry. Right. That's just not. It like, also didn't have Sam Fisher. <laughs> also didn't have Sam Fisher. This is true. And it also just wasn't hyped up very well. There's been a lot of talk about Pro League like going down in viewership. And part of that definitely has to do with the fact that Ubisoft isn't promoting it very well at all. Like the marketing for it is is not great. It also has to do with the fact that the time of the year that we're in right now, like you have to remember Siege's numbers spiked a lot when coronavirus just started and people mm-hmm. started watching streams a lot more. And so all that stuff went up. Right. And now it's just on its natural decline from that having happened. Also, right now you're in November. So all the people that are in school, which is a lot of your players probably that are either in high school or college, a lot of them right now are in times where they're just not able to play because of schools getting busy. Mm-hmm. Right now it's towards the end of the semester. And so they're actually having to focus a lot more on school instead of playing yeah. the game or watch pro league which happens to be during school a lot of the time and so they're complaining like well, nobody's watching it's like well because it's right in the middle of the school day like of course nobody's watching yeah like they're busy like so a lot of that just has to do with the time of the year that you're in and not anything to do with siege not being popular anymore yeah so anyway siege and is- you had call of duty cold war just come out so that's bound to take some players away from sure. siege for a little bit siege is doing just fine yeah 
yeah, people always talk about like the end of season stuff. I was like, come on. Um, yeah, I will say about uh, Operation Neon Dawn. Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm actually going to remember this operation because I made that stupid joke about Neon Dawn. Oh, and yeah. So okay. now I'm actually going to remember this. Um, what what was the last one called? <sighs> Hang on. <laughs> it took me a second actually to get there. It was like, Sammy Boy. Yep. Uh, Operation. People are shouting right now. I know. I'm a, I'm a podcast host for Rainbow Six Siege podcast. The longest running Rainbow Six Siege podcast. The longest in the world. running. What does it start with? An S. <laughs> I can give you the first. If I give you the, it's shh. Shadow. Yeah. Operation <laughs> Shadow. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember. The what next, is it? next word starts with an L. Legacy. Yeah. Shadow, Shadow Legacy. Legacy. Uh, <laughs> too much stuff. Oh, man. Don't ask me the one is before that because I can't remember it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, which... line. <laughs> it was technically before it. <laughs> You're technically right. The best kind of right. Uh, so, yeah. I, oh, I was going to say, I'm, as far as uh, Operation Yondon, I'm not looking forward Steel to this wave. Operation Steel Wave as much as... Wasn't Callie the one just before this? Huh? Was Callie Steel Wave? No, 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 no. That no. was Lucy and Ace a while ago. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm not looking forward to Neon Dawn as much. I mean, as as much as I have been for well, a lot of past seasons. Yeah, because well, I feel like the last ones it came out with the chalet rework, which was really exciting. That's for us. true. Yeah, I'm not very excited about skyscraper, Zero, which I was excited for, and the last one came out with map bands too. Yes. Those are like three huge things. Yes. The one before that came out with the organ rework. House? Or house rework. Oh, house rework. It was Malusi and Ace. Yeah. And so that was obviously way exciting. And yes. Ace looked really fun to play. Yes. So like, that's it's true. kind of hard to be excited for this one when it's coming out with the skyscraper rework, which I already hate. And all the stuff that I want in the game is already there. Yeah. And, and I'm not super excited about Rooney and the direction that they're going. Yeah. So hopefully I still like the game. I, I will say I do love the run out timer being changed to just one second. That's such a great. I, I am excited about that, and there were a few bug fixes and things in there that I was excited yeah. about. Yeah. If Tachanka comes, I'll be kind of excited. Oh, but that's who knows? true. But who knows if he's actually coming to the game or not? I, uh, I think I don't know if they want him in the game. Let's move on. Again, we forgot to post Discord discourse last week, so we will post it this week so we can engender some discussion on it. But we will dive into podcast questions so if you have a question that you would like to ask us your wonderful podcast hosts you can do that in our discord server search unrenowned discord on google to find it or you can go to our twitter account at r6 unrenowned where we have a link to the discord follow us on twitter please yeah join the discord come hang out with the community it's a good time in there um and we have a channel dedicated to podcast questions now if you get six questions read out on six different episodes of the podcast six mm-hmm. because rainbow six get it yep yeah um that's why i made that decision then you will become an unrenowned podcast questionnaire that's right which is a special discord role gets you into a, a exclusive and exclusive channel mm-hmm. with other podcast questionnaires you can ask questions there and we tend to favor those questions a little bit more because they're from people who we know ask quality questions for the podcast right. also we allow you to submit voice questions which you may have heard on some episodes in the past uh, you just record something on your phone or whatever upload that to discord and we will play your voice question on the podcast so you can hear yourself on the podcast it's a lot of fun um 
So yeah, go ask your questions and we will answer them. I do have only one question this week from the questionnaires. This is from Schmidtstein. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to have an answer to this, but I was curious. What are your favorite radio or speakers in Rainbow Six? For me, it's Consulate Garage. That song is catchy. But Outback's Jukebox is pretty good too. Um. Okay, I know I hate the Jukebox on um Clubhouse absolutely hate that thing i actually just hate most of them because they're so annoying but no i do but there no there is is it i think cafe dostoevsky in the coat closet i think that's that one i actually kind of like and sometimes i leave it on on purpose just for a little bit okay i do like the the consulate garage one that I, that, that one is, is a, that is a good one i don't yeah. i don't know any like yeah i don't know any of them like i don't pay a ton of attention to that I stuff i think the cafe one is like a little Christmassy, which is why i like it i yeah. know i can't remember what it sounds like in, but i know every piano, time i'm in there in piano on on cafe it's like a little bit Christmassy. yeah uh those ones get shot out so quick those ones are loud I feel like. yes they are and, and that's like a really important room yeah. to be able to hear uh so yeah there, there's that okay let's go over to regular questions our first one comes from Kerberbs. He says, what do you think of this attacker buff? During the preparation phase, attackers have the ability to change primary weapons, secondary weapons, attachments, and secondary gadgets. They cannot change operators, but can maybe choose to bring Jekyll's SMG instead of assault rifle, or they can choose to bring smokes instead of flashes, etc. I think that definitely uh, helps that change of like, these operators are doing these things. And so like, okay, I guess I don't need smokes. And so I'll bring flashes or like, yeah, Oh, I actually need yeah. to bring frags or like, Oh, we don't need the frags. So I'll bring mm-hmm. this. And so, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's actually a really interesting change. That is really like interesting. That. Initially I was thinking, I don't think I would ever use it because I, I just have my preset loadouts and that's just what I go with. Right. But, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get one of those in on every episode now, aren't you? But I think that's because I choose the thing that's most likely to be useful to me, like according to my play style, right? And so I go with those things for that reason, not necessarily because it's going to be the best thing like that specific round. So maybe I would use it if I had the ability to know what was coming up. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it. Um, I don't think I would change my primary weapon hardly ever. No, I agree with that. I, I mean, yeah, I Unless for some reason on Twitch, there's something I want to do that makes me want to take the shotgun instead. Yeah. Which probably would never happen, but... But yeah, the, I mean, the ability to switch secondary gadgets, that certainly could be um, very interesting. I don't know if it makes a huge difference, but it'd be nice. It, it, I, I think it does something. Um, Mustard. so he, he actually asked a question about like what a barrel attachment is best, and Wrecker Needle replied with the Rogue Nine video of what muzzle attachments do. Yeah. Which if you ever are wondering what is the best attachment... Sh- to put on your gun just watch this video from rogue nine it is so helpful yeah honestly it's it's so good i i if, if you I'm... just need stats and like analysis rogue nine is the man mm-hmm. there's nobody else to go to he does it better than anybody else yep so is that all you had to say about that's that? all i had to say about that one. okay that's all i've got to say about that uh next question comes from grumpy monkey uh literally none of my friends have pcs so i can only solo queue pretty much i'm sorry you should play with us and this has led to me having not played the game in weeks because solo queue kind of sucks this is true what do you guys think ubi could do to make it more fun for solo queuers i think if they had a less sweaty mode like sugar fright that would help although i personally don't like kill confirmed because i'm too scared to run into the open to get the tags but what do you guys think i mean Yes, they could add something like Sugar Fright or like whatever else. But like the thing is, then you're not really playing Siege so much. Like, I mean, obviously it's Siege, but at least for me, what I enjoy about Siege is the game that Siege is in its main game mode. So that wouldn't fix my problem of playing solo queue. Right. Um, I, I will say too that the 
it's funny that you're scared to go out in the open for tags. Yeah, for tags in a game mode where you just respawn like basically yeah. immediately. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of funny. Um. I don't know how you solve that problem with Siege because all I will say, Call of Duty. I don't play Search and Destroy alone. Like I don't. I wouldn't want to go play Search and Destroy alone. So I right, would never. Right. And it's like that's just kind of what Siege is. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, honestly, the, the we've had this question a lot. The best solution is to find a squad, and you can do that in our Discord server. It's a great place to start. If you can't find enough people there, you can always just go to the official Rainbow Six server, and you can just hop in a channel with people. And that's I know a little bit awkward, but you can do that, and that's at least better than solo queuing. Um, I would mean, honestly, I would just say you're in our own Discord server. Find some people who play around the same time as you usually and who are around the same rank and just like make that your regular squad. That's basically what we've done. I know there's other people in our server that have done the same thing and like have found their permanent squad that they play with all the time. Um, do that. Like that's, that's the solution. Yeah. Also start adding people in game that you play with that mm-hmm. like you notice are actually good teammates Just start adding them as friends. Yeah. And then you can just start and then, yeah, and then play, play with them. And like, sometimes with those people, we found like, Oh, it was just this one game that they played well. And actually they kind of suck or actually like they get me. toxic in this circumstance. And then we, and then you just stop playing with them. And it's good because it's like, it's just the right amount of, uh, of like connection that you can either keep going with it or you can just completely drop off the map and yep. it's fine. So that's the solution. Is there anything that they could do? I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> What? Maybe if they had some sort of player rating system where you could just say, like, this is a good teammate, this is a bad teammate, and it would sort of group you that way. But then that just makes matchmaking take longer and everything, and then th- that's going to be broken, right? Like, they're they're going to break that. So I, I don't think there's a good solution for it. Yep. I agree. Next question comes from Lion. Okay, this is actually yeah. just... <laughs> when you think of great, Brian, do you think purple or green? When I think of? Yeah. Purple? Yeah, same. I think of purple, but when I think when I like, what do you what do you prefer? I feel like they kind of taste similar. Uh, I think they're pretty different. I think I I think I prefer purple. Yeah, I haven't. I need. I would need to taste them side by side. If I if if someone were to give me a grape and like I were to taste it, I don't think I could tell you like, oh, that's purple grape. Mm, but I, 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 just, don't I just know. Don't, actually, I would taste it. I'd say yeah, it's a grape. Yeah, but I definitely think purple. Uh, yeah, I I think I like purple better. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ironic. I just got into Siege and unlocked all the default operators on attack and defense, but I'm a little lost as to what operators I should save up for. If you had to save up the renown for all the operators and not just by the DLCs, which ops would you save up for first and which ops would you leave till the very end to unlock? So we've answered again this question before a lot of times. I think it's good that you started with the defaults because that covers a lot of your bases and those are like the most easiest ones to understand. Yep. Um. It, it depends a lot on your play style, right? Like yep. whoever, like depends on what you like to do, what you like to play. Uh, we could recommend our favorites. Um, maybe let's just recommend like for a few different play styles who you should go with. Is that we want to do, or do you want to recommend like? Who, I, I would just who say like. it depends like who you're playing with too, because like now like I would normally say like find like good will my spots and play will my, but you can't do that now without a deployable shield. Sure. Um. So if you have. If, I mean, it just depends who you're playing with, but I would pick an operator where you can just get really good at them with like putting stuff in the right spots, like Malusi mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, Valkyrie or even Frost or Capkin in a way. Yeah. Um, well, Maestro is another one. You have Capkin at least. Uh, I guess yes, yeah, Capkin. Yeah. But Maestro is another like good one, like operators where you can just like practice with and just start getting really good with, and especially one that people don't pick a lot too. 
because then it's like you, you can be super helpful to your team. Yeah. I mean, if you just go for the most popular ones, that's probably going to be the ones that are the most useful, like all around. Right. Um, Zero is a fantastic one on attack where you can put some useful gadgets down for your team. And then yeah, if you die... He's not pick actually all that often. It's great. Yeah, he's not. Um, let's see. I mean, if I was just to recommend the people I really like, I, you know, I'd say Maestro, Ace, Zero, uh, Capital. Mm, I like Callie, but I don't think Callie's like necessarily I the right love choice. Callie. She's great. I... 60% win rate, man. I mean, no, you're really great with her. I don't think that's the right uh, recommendation for everybody to add. Valkyrie, uh, definitely. Uh, Malusi's really great. Uh, Mozzie's a good one who's not picked that Mozzie's often. He's a good one. But he's really good. Mira, Jackal. So, I mean, there's a lot of options. Like, I would ask more specifically if you want more specific recommendations, tell us like who your favorite operators are now, and then we could tell you who to save up for. Um, also, pay attention to like, who's getting price decreases coming up, right? So like the operators who who are getting price decreases this season, whoever was released right after them is getting a price decrease next season. So I'd pay attention to that before you go buying stuff. Um, Belgrath 50 says, in the most recent podcast, you guys talked about Jack Bauer or Jason Bourne as your muscle <laughs> or super spy in a fictional team and doubted any other fictional character could rival them. Would either of you consider swapping them out for John Wick? I would not. I I have never seen a John Wick movie. So... Uh, maybe he's right up there. I think that Jason Bourne is just like the pinnacle of a regular person being a bad A. Like, I can't think of anybody else who's more that way. Um, Yeah, I agree with that analysis. And I would not switch for John Wick, mostly because I don't know him that well. Also true. Wrecker Needle, why is the test server so dead? Because they screwed up the text chat. <laughs> I don't think that's why. Oh, that's, 100%, that's 100% why. Guaranteed. Okay, that's why. That's all. I, that's how I wanted to answer that question. Next question. Striker. In a ranged game, my buddies and I encountered two guys that were only there to ruin the game for us. They team killed just because they didn't get the operator they wanted and ranked. My buddies and I discussed and we agreed that a vote to kick should not be completely removed from the game. What do you guys think of vote to kick returning to the game perhaps in a different form? We suggested a refined version of it, such as when you get team killed instead of being asked if it was intentional or not, be given the option to leave without taking MMR loss or stay because it was unintentional. The person that TK now has to win a game 4v5 and the person that was TK doesn't have to deal with toxic players to suffer or suffer a loss in MMR for wanting to leave to people to keep people from abusing this and having an easy way out of losing a match. They can make it so it automatically reports the person that TK'd if the player chooses to leave. What do you guys think? Um, I really think they need to just a long-term um, analysis of these players mm-hmm. and keep track of that. Like we've said before, I also think that they need to... I mean... It, if you report something like that and send it to them, they should tell you that they banned that specific person. Like they should reply to you in the support and say that person has been banned. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it tells you if you've it says a player you've reported has been banned now, but you don't you have no idea if that's I don't know if that player if it tell if it told you when you submitted the video like yeah we banned him that would help a ton. Yeah. Um, I also think that they got too funny with the reverse friendly fire thing mm-hmm. they had this solution with halo a long time ago of just you do it once it's it's an accident you do it a second time you can kick them you can press kick them or you can mm-hmm. press victim mm-hmm. and then they're gone or they're there yeah so i mean this is a really interesting solution that you propose the problem is like the more complicated or complex you get with the solution the easier it is to like to game it yeah right and like that's the way i feel like what we have right now with rff and like that's what we had before with vote to kick where i mean vote to kick is simple but 
You know, it, it was being used far more to vote out somebody who is just a solo queuer than it was to vote out somebody who is a problem. Right. Um, so uh, the the honest solution is they need to be tracking these things long term. And yeah. like, if you ha- pass a certain amount, even without reports, if you pass a certain amount of team kills, there should start being sanctions and stuff. And I guess it becomes an issue because sometimes you have team like friends playing together and they're team killing each other as a joke or whatever. But and like maybe if i don't know maybe that that's just something I mean, to stop doing that's the thing too is it should not um go against you if you team kill a squad mate if someone is in your squad and you're searching together and you team kill them it should not do anything to you that's true because because yeah cause, yes yes 100 percent. because if if <laughs> if it's a problem then you should just stop playing with that right. squad right uh so i guess there's that although it, it can ruin the game for other people you know, if if you're a squad of three doing that, then it ruins the game for your other two teammates. So, if you're team killing each other the whole time, yeah, I guess so. But I, <laughs> I would be surprised that people keep. I don't know, like how it would be so boring to the other two that have to sit there the whole entire round and be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but people do this stuff. Like, I mean, we've played Halo where we've there's people who just keep team killing each other all the time, and Halo's different. But anyway, like. My point is this needs to be tracked long term. People need to be banned from the game for doing this crap because it just it ruins everybody's experience on both teams. Yeah. A notification on the game screen when you open the game that says we are banning for intentional team killing. Like, and if you see it, send a video into Ubisoft and we will tell you we're banning them. People will be much more careful Mm -hmm. if that notification comes on the screen. Yeah. Uh, Replays hopefully will help with this somewhat. Faith Defender asked, what is your top three video game theme songs? Personally, I like Halo 2 starting screen music, Black Ops 2 multiplayer menu, and Skyrim starting screen music, original Doom theme. My top three. Okay. Uh... That's Halo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My other one? Um, let's see. Oh, this one? Okay. What is this? Black Ops? Yeah. Yeah. Like this one. Uh oh 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 oh. Let's see. Yeah. That's a really good one. Uh, Halo One is the correct answer. Yeah. Um, but okay. Do you like the? Dun, 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 do you like that better? Or do you like the? Oh. <laughs> no. It, no. It's definitely. That's obviously the right answer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh. So that, and then maybe like Mass Effect Three theme, or like one of the Mass Effect games. Those are really, really great. Um. Ooh, the Last of Us theme. I don't know how that goes at all. I do. It's great. Um, <laughs> what about the COD Four multiplayer lobby music? Would you say that's good or is it just nostalgic? Uh, no, just nostalgic. It's like yeah. it's not. It's, not it's just it's kind of generic. I mean, the actual the theme song's pretty good, but yeah, I don't I don't think that that like stands out necessarily. Is like, oh my gosh. Let me show you something. Here's the Last of Us. It's quite good. I mean, it's not like 
it's different than like a halo, but uh, yeah, it, this is pretty good. it conveys the uh, the mood of that game very, very well. Sorry, that's a, that's actually an uh, an alarm on my phone, so that's why I read. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the alarm I wake up to. No, this is this is. You're gonna like this. One. <laughs> okay, you're gonna like this one a lot. Oh, this is. Um, oh shoot, what's it called? It plays on two betrayals. Halo One. Uh, on a pill horse. Yeah. On a pill horse. That one, and I also frequently, every once in a while, will wake up to. I wonder how many people are turning off their podcast right now. Oh. You can't be because this is, I mean, this is the best part of the whole thing. This plays when hunters come. Yeah. Perilous journey. Perilous journey. Yeah. Halo 1 has a fantastic soundtrack. Marty O'Donnell is a very, very skilled. He is very good. Covenant Dance is also a really, really good one. Covenant Dance? Yeah. I don't think I'm familiar with the, I'm sure I know the song. I'm not familiar with the title. You would know this is the last one we're doing, but. Last one. Starts like this. Oh, of course. But that's a good one. Is this the one that plays in Truth and Reconciliation? Yeah. yeah. Did you say that? No. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you say things that I'm like, wait, did I? I say things. I'm like, wait, did I just hear you say that? <laughs> that's good question. Yeah, it was a good question. Uh, you're next. Better answers. No good X. No good underscore X says, do you think Ubisoft should take both map and operator bands out of the test server? Yeah, I've logged in about 10 hours so far and I've been playing at the ranked playlist every time skyscrapers come up. It's been banned. People are banning Tachanka, not to mention there's been a lot of other changes made to operators. Yeah, so I agree. I think the new content needs to be shielded from bans, which yeah. they have done with operators, but they've made it so that you can't ban the new operator. Or at least they are supposed to. They should have Tachanka still on a no ban list. No ban list. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the new map should also be on that. Yeah. How would you do that with the maps though? Because the maps are like, it presents you a, I mean, it presents a three and one of them just can't be banned. I guess. Uh, okay. Um, Chalky milk. <laughs> Good name. You guys are always talking about how aim assist needs to be added to console siege as a console player. I think this is a bad idea and can cause instances of frustration e.g. the aim assist pulling your scope away from the enemy you're shooting at to someone behind them. My question to you is, if aim assist add, is added to console, where would you have the aim assist pulled across here? Center mass head or what? So first of all, I will say that I, I recognize that that can be a problem where your aim gets pulled away from what you were actually aiming at, and that's very frustrating. Yep. But 98% of console shooters have aim assist, and it's overall a better feeling than than this problem and so like i have experienced in halo for example where i'm shooting at somebody somebody else runs by and it drags my cursor off and it sucks but it doesn't happen often enough that it ruins the added enjoyment of yes. having aim assist and all the other yeah. uh it happens it happens situations. a lot in halo 2 when you're playing the campaign there's a lot of like grunts running around it will frequently pull it away from like the grunt you're trying to aim at and it mm-hmm. will like make it so you can't freaking hit them yeah, but it is—it's a hundred percent better to have it than to not have it and not be able to hit. Anything. It's far better. Um, in response to the question about what it should aim at, in in general, it doesn't pull to a certain part, like a vertical part of it. It just pulls, gravitates towards the person of where you're aiming. So if right. you were aiming by their leg, it would help lock it closer to like that part of the leg that you're at instead of like right. And and I don't know how they do how they program these things technically. I don't know like how they technically work, but the way it normally feels is just like it it keeps your aim on especially like when they're moving yeah. it just kind of like gives you a little bit of give 
and uh, keep it on. And you can do it right where you don't even notice that it's there. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, I like a lot of times, like another like Call of Duty games, I hardly notice that there is an aim assist there. It's definitely there, though, because you turn it off and you really notice it's gone. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. Anyway. Mythical Donut 07. There's another silly one. So it'll probably take us a, a few minutes. <laughs> if you don't like the silly ones, you can skip forward. Okay. Ryan, you are the president. Chris, you are tasked with assassinating Ryan. Ryan, choose two guys to escort you, one guy to lead your snipers, and one getaway driver. Also, who would your secret service be? Clone troopers from Star Wars, Spartans from Halo, a bunch of Terminators, or an army of Tachankas, etc. What car would be your getaway car? Maybe a car from Rocket League, DeLorean, Nick Fury's car from Winter Soldier, Prius, etc. Nick Fury's car from Winter... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good scene. Uh, Chris, what would your strategy be to counter this? What five guys would you choose to counter this? What would your plan be? And what would be your getaway vehicle? Sci-fi and fictional characters and vehicles are not cheating. Don't be boring, right? Okay. <laughs> I guess I was boring on the last one. Do Mythical Donut ask us the last? I don't uh, know. I don't know either. Okay. So sci-fi and everybody else is okay. Let, let's just say, though, you can't bring like Thanos or something. Oh, like, okay. Obviously, yeah, that's retarded. I, I, I... Um, okay. Uh... Let's see. I'll go first because you are targeting my team that I've yeah. already formed. So two guys to escort me, just like my regular escorts. Master Chief, obviously. Yeah. Okay. And uh, wait, can you bring the same people? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I said out I'm planning. Uh, okay. Master Chief is one of my friendly buddy escorts. I'm trying to think of a good, like, unexpected one. I'm going to do Loki. Okay. Because Loki's like tricky. Yeah. Interesting. And like he could be a decoy. Yeah. Too. And like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah, like he's, yeah. Uh, so Master Chief's the muscle and Loki's like the brains. Yeah. Right. Okay. So those two guys. And then one guy to lead my snipers. So there's Linda from Halo, who is a legendary sniper that you probably don't even know about. Nope. Hawkeye. Uh, I'm trying to think of like good fictional snipers. I can't think of any. Yeah. I can't really think of any either. I'm, I'll, I'll go with Hawkeye, I guess. Okay. I mean, sure. He basically never misses, so, okay. A getaway driver. Hmm. A driver. Uh, I'm going to go James Bond. Yeah. James Bond 007, getaway yeah. driver. I don't think I've seen anybody else in as many uh, intense car chases, and he never loses a car chase. Not That's once. True. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. Okay, so James Bond, uh, what's next? Uh, who would your secret service be? My secret service, <laughs> the entire MCU? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. I, I think that's super OP. Um, I, yeah, let's say it has to be like an organized fighting force. Yeah, okay. Uh, my secret service. I mean, a bunch of Spartans from Halo is a good one. Uh... Mm. I'm gonna say uh, Rainbow Six Squad. Oh, uh, okay. Team Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, what car would be your getaway car? Uh, I'm not as good with cars. I'm, not, I'm like that's like what I get really into with with action stuff. Uh, Nick Fury's is a good one. That's like that's like almost impenetrable. Can true. I just have a tank? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh. I like want to ask you for ideas, but you're not going to help me. No. Okay. The, no. I was gonna. I was gonna say Michael Weston's Camaro because it's so cool. 
<laughs> not but very it's not. No, it's not. It's not very helpful. Uh, let's maybe like one of James Bond's cars. Yeah, it can like go on the two wheels and. Yeah, like I don't, I can't think of a specific one, but just one of his like yeah. amazing Batmobile. Ooh, yeah, the Tumbler. Yeah, the Tumbler from like Dark Knight. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah, which you only recently saw for the first time, thanks to me. It's true. Uh, is that everything? Okay, that that's everything. How are you going to counter Master Chief and Loki? Uh, Hawkeye leading my team of snipers. Yeah. My getaway driver of James Bond and my yeah. secret service of. Oh, Rainbow Team Rainbow. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Banshees. Banshees. Five Banshees. <laughs> Five Banshees controlled by elites. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Master Chief is on my team. Yeah, but five Banshees. Okay. <laughs> Loki has the staff that shoots like plasma stuff. Five Banshees. Okay. Um, I'm driving in James Bond's car, driven by James Bond. It's got rockets and things. Yeah, but Banshees. And sometimes it can fly. Banshees. I know Banshees. Banshees aren't that good. Okay. Master Chief destroys them. I like five Banshees idea. <laughs> also, I've got all of Team Rainbow, which is like 50 people who all have like automatic weapons that can just pepper these things. Yeah. What about <laughs> okay. uh, what about a carrier? A couple of carriers. Oh, okay. Yeah, carrier's interesting. I mean, you're going a little overboard big. here. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a warship to come assassinate a single person. Yeah, I like the I like the Banshees idea. What five guys he said would you choose to count as? You did say five, five Banshees. Elites. Yeah, five elites and Banshees. Yeah. Yellow elites. Gold. Gold leads. Gold leads. Yeah, I don't sure. think Master Chief is going to have a problem solving that. I don't know. What What would your plan be? Just shoot the green stuff at him. <laughs> the green big boom. <laughs> okay. That was fun. Give me another question. U203D said, do you think a castle buff is more likely now that more ops have frags and Ash has extra breach round? That's actually one thing I forgot to mention with uh, castle now is Ash has an extra breaching round. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's possible. I don't think that they're going to give... I mean, I say that I don't think they're going to give more utility, but then they give Aruni to defense, but... I don't know. Yeah, I, think I mean... There's a possibility. I think a castle buff is almost out of sights. Right. I, like, I think castle is in a very good spot right now, but like you're saying, they've now introduced uh, more breaching rounds for Ash. Uh, I mean, I'm, I guess they haven't really done anything else that affects castle, right? So I, I don't know that it'll affect it that much. Maybe Ash's pick rate actually comes down now that she doesn't have flashes. So we'll see. So no, I, I wouldn't say it's more likely at the moment. D Walker joined to ask this. Well, good reason to join. A lot of people should join to ask questions. With the upcoming nerf to Jaeger and Wamai on the horizon, pun intended, what kind of ramifications does that lead to with Fuse? especially in lower-ranked ELO matches with Fuse having four clusters of four bombs and Jaeger only being able to take out one bomb of each cluster, Fuse no longer has a hard counter. I'm not sure how much Fuse is played in higher ELOs, but this seems like an almost overwhelming buff for Fuse on the tail end of what, it was, of what was already a buff when he got the extra cluster. The only counter to him was Jaeger, to my knowledge. Question two, if Fuse isn't played much at higher ELOs, why? It seems like he's an obvious choice to burn through the bulletproof utility everyone complains about, and he's able to burn every ADS on the map and still have a cluster to spare. Thanks. I enjoy the podcast. Um, Go. Yeah. Uh, the Because the higher ranks and the pros are very good at hearing sound and knowing where the sound is coming from and what the sound is doing, um, and then training their cursor right on where the sound is. 
And so because Fuse is so loud and they are going to know that Fuse is up there and so they're going to be waiting for Fuse to do something, yeah. they will just shoot his yeah. gadget the second they see it. Yeah. So that's why it's not played is because <clears throat> he's destroyed so fast. Yeah. As somebody who bullet. plays Fuse quite a bit, I don't very often play him in like close ranked games. I more play him like in casual or like if we're dominating, I'll play him or like if it's a specific objective where he, he works well, I'll play him. Right. Um, one of the reasons also I think is just that he's not um, viable in every objective. Like yeah. it has to be basically an objective with a soft ceiling because otherwise it's like getting it on a window is like asking to be shot. Uh, correct like even a soft wall most in most cases is not very effective or safe so you really have to have a soft ceiling and there's only so many um, objectives that have that and even if it does sometimes it's not in a place that's uh that's that useful um so i think that's most of the reason why as far as like him being being op now and like this being a huge buff for him i think you're probably right i think he does become a lot stronger with jaeger only zapping one and then that ads is going to be destroyed most likely um you know, well, my not having as many things now, I think you're going to see Fuse, uh, his cluster charges be a lot more effective at destroying a lot of utility. I wouldn't be surprised if he drops back down to three at some point. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, DTE Energy says, do you guys think that more futuristic gadgets like Aruni's are good for the game or should there be more simple gadgets like such as Hammer? I have always thought the stuff like the Echo Drones and the Legion Mines and uh, Looney's Razor, they're... I, I I never really like those ideas nearly as much as I like the sledgehammer or buck skeleton mm-hmm. key or Twitch's shock drone or... I mean, um, a shock drone is futuristic. It's not as sci-fi. I guess in but... a way, but yeah, not nearly. It's very explainable. You know exactly what it does. It's not right, confusing. Right. Um, Simple, like more like not low tech, but like believable tech. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's a skeleton Not like key high concept. Skeleton key. Anyway, that kind of stuff, I like a lot more Capkin's traps than... Like like a Rooney's laser grid is very confusing how this thing works. Like, okay, I so I throw a projectile through it, but then I can't shoot it. But the projectile makes it disappear for who knows how long, and then someone yeah. has to shoot it and it comes back up. What but about if like I go through it? It hurts me. What about like Mozzie's pest? Is that too high high tech or is that? I think that's fine. Okay, like we have drones that are. I don't know. I guess the pest. Is yeah, very... like I don't think the like the high techiness the of it is the problem. It. Right, it's like the complexity. Yeah um uh, even like the believableness of it i guess too is yeah just, i mean I there is know. something very satisfying about just a mechanical straightforward gadget yeah. like frost right yeah. like you know what it does it's it's easy to destroy like it's it, it's just it's so easy to understand yeah. that it, it's already like gotten into this problem with their kill streaks and they have yet to remedy it where they just have so much so many kill streaks and so many like high-tech weird drones flying around and stuff yeah it's like so much going on awful. and you would think like oh they're back in cold war so now it's going to be like less techie but it's like it's still like yeah they just have it, a billion different gadgets that it takes can... away from the gunplay of the game like the yeah. part that's fun uh and so yeah the attack wolf asked do you think there should be a new terrorist hunt mode or more options available also what if we had a function that helped you test recoil and change characters in test and terrorist hunt however you would have actual bots or it is or it's an endless thing like Overwatch's practice range. Um, no, yeah, I, I think we've been um, pretty supportive of the idea of changing Terrorist Hunter training grounds, whatever it's called now, to being a better training mode where you can just change your weapon throughout a, a just a, a firing range, right? Or just have bots that are continuously coming towards you or whatever. I, I really think one of the better solutions overall is a sugar fright type of game mode that's 
allows you to change your weapons and your operators and all that stuff and respawn. Yeah. And warm up. Um, yeah, I mean, I would like to see terrorist hunt, uh, souped up a little bit. It'd be nice if there was like better AI too. Like, yeah, the thing is like, I just don't want to do that at the expense of anything else. So I'd, I'd rather have it like a firing range would be really nice. And maybe like a firing range where like you could just spawn terrorists in front of you that would like come out of doorways or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know that I want to spend a ton of resources making terrorist hunt like a, a super cool cooperative game mode, like as opposed to continuing to improve right. on the base game. So right. I, I have like, like a a uh, conflict there conflict in my mind. Not yeah. a conflict of interest. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I don't know. Okay. Uh, so if you like the podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe on your podcast player. We're on all of them. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, every, everything, every podcast, uh, pod catcher, Podbean, pod. What's, there's like another uh, popular one I can't think of now. I, I, I don't know. We're on it. <laughs> so <laughs> subscribe. Come follow us on Twitter. We are at R6 Unrenowned. Follow us on Twitch and YouTube. I'm Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y. And I am just hello with three O's. If you want to support the podcast, you can try out Ma Energy. Go to Drink Ma. That's drinkmaw.com slash r6pod. Uh, leave us a review on your favorite yeah. podcast player, preferably Apple yeah. Podcasts, because that's, I think, where people look for reviews. So. Yeah. Give us an Apple Podcast review. Share with your friends. If you like, If you really, really want to support the podcast, the best way to do it is to tell your friends about it. Yeah. Um. Before we end, let me. There is a tweet from Pengu that I meant oh, to mention yeah, yeah, before, yeah. which is actually really good. There, there was another one too. There we, were two. we have a couple more yep. things here. Um, so Pengu tweeted out. He said, "I'm curious to see the runout timer being lowered from three to one. We'll see negative feedback in pro play. I haven't personally heard any pros talk about wanting it lower. However, it does play into nerfing defenders. It will be interesting to play around. Okay, this idea that I think many of them might have." I haven't personally heard any pros talking about wanting it lower. That doesn't mean it shouldn't be lower. Just because you haven't heard the pros saying, oh, this needs to happen, doesn't mean it doesn't need to happen. I feel like Pengu, more than even like a lot of other pro players, is very myopic in his view of Siege and like Mm -hmm. only considers the pro scene. Yes. Which is funny because he he has such a huge voice in... Yeah. in the community he he i mean this is very clear i haven't heard any pros talking about wanting it lower but i guess we're going to make it lower yeah because the pros are 0.001 percent of the population of the game mm-hmm. and turns out there's a lot more people in the game that are supporting the fact that you're a pro scene because they're able to keep playing the game because we're buying all the cosmetics yeah um anyway i think it's really good and macy j even said frank this is the best thing ever which is true so yeah absolutely true uh macy j also tweeted i'd love to see nook be able to counter malusi ella and proximity alarms it doesn't make much sense that she counters alibi decoys from pinging you nor is it really that helpful do people even know that she counters alibi i didn't know no no i did not know that i had no idea because why would i think that she does when she doesn't uh react to proximity alarms or barbed wire or any other gadget except for cameras the only thing she does is hide from cameras and walk a little bit more quietly she literally doesn't do anything else. Yep. Except for I this alibi thing, apparently, which yeah, I did not know. Which isn't in the game. It doesn't say in the game this counter is alibis. No. Holograms. Uh, Christmas. 
absolutely she should do these things. When yeah. proximity alarms were introduced, we absolutely thought that she would. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've not... said multiple times that she should, when she has her ability on, she should go right through Capcom traps and absolutely Lucy gadgets. This would make her so Legion. much more interesting yeah. as like oh an gosh. infiltrator type of. It's like it's like a reverse Ash. Like Ash yeah. just runs in and like does damage. She would sneak in. And be like an assassin, an infiltrator, like what she's supposed to be. She just sneaks past all these gadgets. You can't do that when, first of all, the defenders have so much utility and traps and stuff that they can put up. And secondly, when you have to drone it out first and then like you see, even if there is nothing there, like you've had to like go drone the whole thing and make sure it's safe. And like, so they already know somebody's coming this way. Nook serves no purpose in the game right now. And I, I want her to be good so bad. I play her way more than I should. Even I don't play her that much, but that's way more than I should because right. I want her to be this cool operator. She never does anything. How crazy do you think the game would be if it was all the defenders versus all the attackers in a in a match? It would be very It'd be insane. insane. Yes. Can you imagine how exciting it would get when it ends up being like, like a 2v1, which probably would end up never happening. It would probably always end up at like, 15 v2 or something like siege ground war yeah would be... can you just imagine like it would get so intense the last like 30 seconds when it's like a 2v1 you're like, oh, come on! that would be very cool actually it'd be a lot of fun it's like the people left are like finca and i don't know whoever's never played on defense just do it on this gigantic map with an eight minute timer that'd be fun it'd be really fun actually oh <laughs> uh, yeah it would um I'm trying to remember. I feel like I told a story very recently about like an insane nook attack that went really, really well. So like she did actually work for me one time, but probably like up white stairs on cafe. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 It was that exactly was that where I just walked right up and, and domed like three people. Yep. Uh, but yeah, see, I want to be able to do that stuff. That would be fantastic. And that would make her so much more interesting. And it would also make defending a much more, um uh, what's the word i'm looking for like i'm always looking for words <laughs> i've had that problem for a while <laughs> uh anyway it would make it more fun so that's podcast guys that's podcast you made it you're here at the end you made it just goodbye